Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. Under different names, in a way. It's like, what do you think? Like, I'm not going to go with this company. I'm going to go with this other, other company. company? And, all the same this is the same company doing the same but thing. Stuff. <laughs> so after spending time and at random, I guess he, again, traveler, right? Uh, after spending time in Algeria back in 1912, he created another order, or at least helped create another order, uh, which is German-based, OTO. The Order Templi Orientis. Orientis. Um, then he again spun around and started off doing branches off this order. Um, he established one in Britain, Australia, and North America. He traveled in Canada quite a bit, so you know. These are all linked to the Freemasons. Uh, the OTO? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Fraternal Order. Fraternal? OTO? Yeah. Fraternal brother. Interesting. Bunch of dudes. Yeah. Bunch of dudes. <laughs> dudes hanging out. Planning shit. Hanging out in a <laughs> spa. <laughs> but why? <laughs> um, Crawley then spent most of World War One in the U.S., which um, this is where some of the stuff that you hear about him, his time in British intelligence, um, him trying to infiltrate uh, a, this uh, German sympathizers, like a group called uh, the Fatherland. It was a, it was like a newspaper called the Fatherland, and so he was like infiltrating these people and kind of like you know setting off propaganda, uh, which is like the pro the pro German uh, movement, and so he was assisting allegedly assisting uh, British intelligence. Um, kind of like infiltrate this group. Uh, during his time, he then befriended Ananda Karamasui and his wife Allison Richardson. So they would. He then started showing them all this kind of like occult stuff, and one of the things that they were doing was sex magic. And so in 1916. Um, Ananda's wife, Alice, became pregnant with Crawley's kid, which she then miscarried, right? Um, in 1920, uh, he established Abbey of Thelema, a religious commune in uh, Sicily. Uh, he was then, later on, because of his lifestyle and denouncing the British press, the Italian government evicted him. Uh, he was evicted uh, in 1923. Uh, he was kicked out. They said, no more of you. And then he, I guess, for the next 20 years, bounced around between France, Germany, and England. Um, I guess uh, I guess until his death. But Crawley gained a widespread of notoriety um, for his 
drug experimenting, bisexuality, his individualistic uh, way of thinking, his social ambiguity. Um, he denounced a lot of uh, a lot of people. He was considered to be the wickedest man in the world. A lot of people consider him to be a Satanist. The Beast. Yeah, the Beast. Was it like another thing? What was it? The Beast of the 666 or something like that? I mean, he kind of called himself that. So yes. His mother called him that. His mother actually called him that, yes. And then he empowered himself by taking the name. Um, Crawley has remained highly influenced, uh, definitely, in, especially in the Western world. And he considered himself a prophet. Wasn't he trying to induce the Antichrist at one point? He was trying to bring in the Antichrist at some point. Yes, he was. Doesn't did anybody go into that? I mean, he, he obviously left lived a a traveler's uh, life in a way. Um, he did a lot of things. Um, he you know he went on and believing that you shouldn't let yourself be pushed um, by other people to think a certain way to live a certain way. Uh, he had his own independent way of thinking as far as like his sexuality and the sexuality of other people that it was okay for men to be you know homosexual and to be like hey if that's who you are that's who you are just own it right kind of a thing um, that it was okay to be also be bisexual to explore yourself to know thyself I guess um, uh, I mean, there was a lot of things to this guy. Well, you think that weird or <laughs> I think he was more, like, trying to push himself, even if, like, something disgusted you, to do it and then be okay with being disgusted, you know? Because he had a ritual out in uh, the desert. I think that was his first homosexual experience with someone. Think so. I didn't. I didn't dive too much into it. Uh, or they were doing that part of in and something happened. <laughs> something. He, he did a lot of drugs. He too, did do so a lot I of drugs. His whole thing was like knowledge, like you were saying, like knowledge of like literally everything. Yeah. Like he just wanted to experience everything. Because yes. If you grow up religious, everything's like don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. But the rules. Why? Yeah, and then yes. he was like 180. You know, no, like everything. Yeah. Uh, so, one of the things I didn't go into is Leah Hirsig, um, which he gained a relationship with her in New York. Um, she kind of, like, taught him certain things about the occult. Um, her and her sister were really deep into the occult. They had uh, a lot of interest. And so, they would pay visit to Alistair, and they would kind of show him, like, different things of what they knew. And so Alistair at the time lived in Greenwich Village in Manhattan. Uh, so they they kind of dove into a lot of things that taught him about like various aspects of the occult. Um, and what it's also what led him to have this scarlet woman, right? Wherever he was with um, at the time, I should say, that that was the title that he would give to the woman that he was with. Um, which, because that that person would help him perform some of these rituals, uh, especially with the quote unquote sex magic, right? And um, she was one of the first uh, people kind of to take on that role 
and uh, they would like go and do these sex magic type of things. And so he wrote, uh, I think Leah wrote in her in her diary because they both wrote diaries and, and, and various things. Um, she had dedicated her work, uh, a work of wickedness. Uh, yes, she talked about like giving herself shamelessly to, yeah. um, I guess, to the whole idea, right? To the whole cult and freely prostituting herself, her body, to all creatures. Um, kind of a weird thing to say. Um, just a bit, right? So, so she was like really, <laughs> she was super involved. Um, she also, she was a teacher. And high school teacher in the Bronx that's, yeah I mean wow yeah it's crazy right <laughs> uh yes I think there was a shortage because of the war uh, yes there are <laughs> <laughs> there's a shortage now so it's a little concerning too yeah she was also a follower of Thelema and also helped Crawley kind of uh, ride on the Eon the thing with Oris or whatever um, did any of y'all run into any other interesting stuff about him? Well, presidential thing. What was that about? Um, I forget the exact thing, but it's supposedly like there's a chance he could be Barbara Bush's grandfather. No, not Barbara Bush. Uh, George W. Bush. Or yeah, I guess. He, but that he may have fathered Barbara Bush, right? Yes, yeah. that created. So what I read was he. Oh, someone talking. He went to France to visit a friend. I guess he didn't have a lot of money, and so. His friend took him in under his wing, helped him out with money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, he finds himself, his friend and two other people, which one of them was, uh, what was it, Danny, something Pierce, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess they were involved in the occult as well, as well as the sex rituals. And so all of a sudden, um, she leaves back to the States, and she's pregnant. And they believe that uh, I was the Crowley impregnated her through these sex rituals mm-hmm. that uh, ultimately led to the birth of Barbara Bush, which is George W. Bush's um, grandmother, right? Right. And so Aleister Crowley is actually the descendants of these presidents. Now, whether you believe that or not, I don't know if that if that has a blood ritual to keep the bloodline going. But right. That's what the theory is. Yeah. Is that he fathered the Bushes. Mm-hmm. And then they became president. So I'm like, how the fuck does that work? If that's true... That's some crazy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just happens to be coincidence because they were already... Like, they already came from a political family. I mean, they were all lawyers. People who are lawyers well, eventually kind of lead into, you know, being congressmen or senators and like shit like Crowley, that. If Crowley was the person to start the bloodline and all of a sudden they become president, right? If you believe it. Because Prescott Bush, I mean, he was just a banker at that point. He wasn't a lawyer. But it eventually all leads to that. I mean, if you look into people who go into the financial world as well, sometimes will lead into government or being more involved and more in debt. You think he had some? But that's true, right? He started the whole family line, right? The thing like, I want to make these children or the next people in the next generation, you know, rule the world, which they did, right? You got George W. Bush head of CIA, and then you got George George H. W. Bush, yeah, head of CIA, became the president. And then you have George W. Bush become the president. Two terms later, or two presidents later, because right? he had Clinton and then himself. All of a sudden, we have a full-on war in the Middle East, you know. And he was demonic in a sense, right? He didn't want. Well, um, that's what he I actually praised the Middle East. He was a big fan of the Middle East. 
I know, but maybe they went on to do the, their own thing. Maybe I don't know. Like, who knows? There's too many dynamics. Well, I mean, I don't think he had anything to do with any of that because I mean, he died in 1947. I know, but but like the odd, like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's well, that's his theory. So I think his influence is still far-reaching. You still hear it today. Yeah, exactly. And music too. The music of the '60s. You had um, the Beatles. The Beatles. He had followers, that's for sure. Yeah. Like he like really did have followers. Um, they invoked his name in the, in the music that they were creating, so they were all into it. They're all into yeah, that. Yeah, I think one of Ozzy Osbourne's songs is about him too. Mr. Crowley. And then he's kind of just explaining what oh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what the theory was. And whatever you believe happened after that, who knows? But I don't know. Who, who really knows right now? Yeah. Cause like a lot of it I see like music especially, it's more like shock value. There's no really there's no really meat on that bone. Cause none of these people really go in depth into it. Or at least as far as we know, never go well, really in depth into it. Who knows what they do after that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So the music and they they, they I was reading something that music opens your mind to, you know, when you hear a sad song, you become sad. Well, you you know, it, it evokes emotions. And, and so words opens up memories. Same thing, yeah. Right? So it's something that's catchy, but then also it's, your subconscious is now feeding into that language, yeah. right? whether it's demonic or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And so by you liking that music, but as well those lyrics are coming through, it influences, influences. Yeah, influences yeah. you. And so now you're mind controlled in a way. That's, that's what... That's what you could do. And so yeah. that's why it, it's not a coincidence that these popular bands also talk about Aleister Crowe. I think it's a bigger thing than just that. It's more than face value. There's yeah. a higher purpose for them. So would you say that in a way they influence also more people to come to Aleister's teachings? I think he could, even after he died, like he was saying, and, and Pinero was saying, just because, and there was another third that um, he was gonna. Um, it's fucking weird. But I was reading something. This is the part. This is this is the place to say it. <laughs> yeah, but that he knew he was dying, um, and he also believed in aliens. That he was gonna actually, his soul was gonna yes, be he, manifested into an alien body. Yeah, that he was gonna continue living, and so, um, and supposedly he's still alive. That he made a, a pact with these entities like I want to continue living uh, living not in this world but like I want to continue with you right you're yeah. a higher entity of source and so they, they did something they had some deal that's kind yeah. of was in his last words like I'm perplexed I'm perplexed and or <laughs> like, sometimes okay. I hate myself <laughs> yeah, that's great Here, here's the thing since he once he made communication to his guardian angel, he claimed to consistently speak with this guardian angel. You think he was crazy? No, I think he was actually talking to somebody. He was talking to something. Yeah. Bro, you... you this was drugs, man. Drugs. He was... No, I mean, he, he, we may have been under a lot of influences. I mean, it's one of the things he does state is that he was on drugs and he... Now, I wouldn't say he glorifies sex, but he definitely okay. said it was something that was important to 
Advanced the, the, the yes for the rituals and I think he for all that. Like meditation too, he, was really into yoga. he was also into yoga. This is also correct, and this so. is why. This is exactly why people thought yoga initially was a, a <laughs> gate a gateway to fucking <laughs> Satanism well, there, shit. There's a lot of people who are very Christian that will not do yoga. Yeah. Because of what they think it promotes. Yes. What they what they think unfortunately it's, is not it's very not much. Just a workout it's like there is a spirituality kind of and it's like, too much and it goes against there's magic in there we should look when for flexing. christian yoga see if that's a thing yeah. look at that you'll be dancing with snakes there's and shit yoga, <laughs> so. yoga. yoga. there's also there. goat yoga and naked yoga and naked yeah. yoga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you want to like look Have up and see someone's butt some of, and then there's a lot of yeah, you, you work, work you you do a lot of like there's a lot of closeness. I'll think I'll last. You don't want to fart. Okay. <laughs> you also don't want to get farted on, no, especially yeah, if you're naked yoga. yoga. No, you know you take into the breath of the Lord, bro. You know what I'm saying? Which is also a fart. Smell your fart. It will it will cleanse your body of these demons. Is that you're not supposed to laugh when you fart? What? It's, not, it's a thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like people will openly fart in yoga classes. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to let it rip. Oh, we got laughing. I don't think I could not laugh. Imagine you like, I'm like, oh damn, that was a wet one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Just fart and then go, oh no. <laughs> it's running down my leg. Oh, What's running down your leg? <laughs> Just get up and walk out. <laughs> oh. That's why you have to. You see someone like, oh, wait. oh no. Oh no, I'm summoning a demon that's coming in my ass. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yo, that's why it's Oh, what was that it's like fart? Kind of it, that, that's that's the Holy Ghost. It's leaving your body. It's leaving your body. There's only one way out. There's <laughs> only one way out. I feel like the last couple of podcasts we've either talked about. I always digress into like. We're twelve, okay? We're alone. We're adults. Well, we're talking about yoga and then farts and you know shit goes when down. The the shit goes down, down literally. <laughs> It's how it says it runs down your leg. You never had to like run to the... Yeah, but I've never had like shit run down my leg. Because <laughs> you shit it on yourself? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, TMI. <laughs> I'm not going there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Crowley had, um, what is it? Bronchitis? Yeah. Is that what did him in? I believe so. Is that why he died? Yes. I want to say yes. He had a... Uh, he had a severe shit. <laughs> a severe bronchitis. Um, yeah, because he was having issues breathing. And Could have been all those drugs. Well, his lungs were... see pictures of him. Like, some of them, he looks kind of like his fat, and others, he looks really... Skinny. He's super thin. So you could tell where there was, like... Heavy drug usage, probably. The windows are knocking, and it's not the wind. It's that cold front that's Can't coming here, hitting the mountains of Alaska. I was yes, here in Alaska where we get cold fronts. All right the time. Often. All the time. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, gotta make sure uh, we get ready for that snow. Let's get some fresh powder on that mountain. Let's <laughs> get some fresh powder on the mountain. And we're well, not just that. We also gotta get ready for uh, the winter. Oh, yeah, no, we got our coats. We got to, one, I mean, our food. Yeah, we we got to get food. We got to get the food. I don't know how we're going to survive. Making sure that water stays. It's so expensive up here. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, we brought that Taco Bell via 
yeah. We need that Taco Bell. Be a drone. That'd be dope, right? It's a delivery service up in the mountains. They'll deliver, but it'd be a bomb. Anyways. So he also had five children. One of them continues to practice um, his teachings and has pushed it. I, it's a girl, I think, right? One of his daughters or something continues to um, push on his uh, his teachings. Be like eighty now. Maybe he's a granddaughter. I don't know. The bushes come up when you're looking for. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody come across that lamp of invisible light thing? Oh, what's that? Well, it's currently still a congregation. It's a fraternity, of course, so you guys. But it's a uh, magic Kabbalah and Hermeticism. And uh, the whole thing is the lamp. It's like a internal light. I don't know if it has to do with his uh, belief that he can become invisible, also. (laughs) (laughs) Because, apparently he thought he could be, he he had mastered that. Oh, yes. So I don't know if anybody was just fucking with him. He was we can't see you. you. (laughs) Kind of like that thing that's going on right now. Um, He would put on this crown and like this cape cape or something. Mm No one want yeah because you look fucking weird going down to the streets of like, Mexico. Nobody would make eye contact or speak to me. And I was like, yeah. that's because they probably didn't want to. Not because you were invisible. So does anybody know the origin of the big, <laughs> the big headed entity, lamb? Oh, lamb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking alien. Know. It's a fucking alien. I don't know. It, it just got the sketch. Up. Well, yeah. Did you see that sketch? And it's not just. Uh, uniquely named uh, entity that's like a, a type of entity he encountered. Land is a, like a type of alien. Yeah. And they look very similar to gray aliens. You see, he's got like real small lips, small eyes, a big freaking head. Yeah. Uh, and then he uh, encountered Land during one of his rituals. And uh, he encountered many of them, but that's one of, one of the famous ones. I think he. He drew a lot of a lot of those um, visuals that he got right mm-hmm. when he was high. So he, those are one of the things that that he saw. Yeah, he well known to well, he, document he, what he saw. Yeah, like I said, he painted and he drew and stuff like that. And he had uh, painting, he had the Did Souls exhibition. Interesting title, and that that particular sketch hung on a wall. Um, he also had his own tarot deck that. They designed those other people. Where I think they like painted all those images as well. Yeah. Like up to eight times. Just, I guess I'm weird shit. Like as far as art, right? Yeah. Or this is the guy here. That's what I meant there. Yeah. Is that is creepy. Look at that. It's like a little smirk. Is he wearing a cape? Yeah. <laughs> it's wearing a cape. It looks kind of chill. Yeah. He looks chill. He looks like he's high as fuck. Hey, you gotta keep hitting this to see me. He's he's squinting too. He's squinting. Hey man, oh yeah, I can see the resemblance you, with it. You gotta great. be lit. Yeah. Yeah, he had like a different thing. 
he also uh, there's apparently an owl embedded in there interesting yeah. well owls are associated with gray aliens yes so that's why and knowledge that's a symbolism. Yeah. and knowledge so you got gray aliens and you got Oh, there's the owl. Oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. So my feet. Fucking beady eyes. That uh, motherfucker. It looks like a baby penguin. Also a baby penguin? <laughs> That's also definitely a baby penguin. I like... Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the shroud. The shroud of Jesus Christ. Um, who clearly was done by... Da Vinci, right? You think it was done by Da Vinci? Da Vinci did that shit? I think it's newer than that. You think it's newer than that? Like, how new? In the last 600 years. Took the radiocarbon dating. Who do you think did it? It's a monk. A monk did it. It could, it, it could have been done by accident. They, it they, could be real, just not like the right It's person. not Jesus. Yeah. Or what if it were just like draped on a statue and... Exposed, exposed, to yeah. And then they accidentally got an image. It got, it got wet or whatever. That's true. Mud, dirt, dirty air. It's like that whole thing with uh, the image of Jesus showing up on toast, or the Virgin Mary. Yes. Tortillas. Yeah. Tortillas. Tortillas, which we do not get in Alaska. I swear I don't have an accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I don't have an accent. Uh, you, have, you always have an accent to somebody. To somebody, right. you will always be. Something else. You you were exiled. Right there, there's Jesus and toast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and toast. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, oh shit, that's pretty good right there. <laughs> 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 Look at that. That's the lifeless is uh, uncanny. I, I, I'm sure he was eating. Is that like Jesus I mean, or is that Post Malone? <laughs> 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 Uh, baby, a gray shit. alien peeking out. So say like you don't have like that hair, or maybe gray. that's just the background. Oh yeah, I was just saying it's the background. So that's a UFO. UFO. I don't know if I want Two UFOs. <laughs> I'm like <liking> butter toast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna check every single oh, piece wrong. of toast. Uh, oh shit! So what do you guys think? <laughs> Yes, what are your thoughts on this amazing experiment? I mean, this <laughs> what? <laughs> amazing experiment called life. Sure. That wasn't our topic. No, that wasn't no. our topic at all. <laughs> 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 Jesus, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, I know, I'm hungry. So, <laughs> I know, right? I like, well, so Crawley, what are, you, what, are you guys, what are your closing thoughts on that guy? Mm-hmm. His uh, spiritual awakening and his same-sex whatever whatever he's doing whatever he was you know experimenting with I, I, probably the first wave of the counterculture <laughs> he's addicted yeah, to heroin right. and cocaine I mean <laughs> he did everything that like Every- people in the 60s were doing yeah. free love drugs mm-hmm. they were open to new ideas I, I don't know I, I, he was I, the start of it yeah started the revolution the revolution will um, be tele- televised I think he was just I don't know. I think he's demonic as fucking. He was trying to mess, <laughs> he was trying to mess with it. Mess with things he didn't quite understand. I think he was just a nerd. Well, I guess so, but a, a satanic nerd. Like I want to. I want. 
He denounced a Christian religion. <laughs> he denounced a Christian religion. He started this <laughs> his cult. He started to write. What's that? <laughs> he once faked his own death just to see what would happen. Oh, to see how his family would react. Yeah. <laughs> Probably at the funeral and be like, oh, yeah talking shit about me, man." But that's what I think, man. I think uh, probably with the aliens right now, fucking around in the fourth dimension. Yeah, maybe. fucking around in the fourth dimension, um, and his ideas still live on, ironically after his death. So yeah, I did more to the story, but I think he just kind of fucked, fucked up. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm reading this where it says the two. I guess he hired his friend, who's a poet, Fernando Pessoa. Who I guess they try to fake his death, making it look like he jumped off a cliff. It's crazy, right? That's cool. So do they have a body or? No, they stole a body from the morgue and just, <laughs> just talked to it. That was him. Is this him, I swear. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think, Pandora? He murdered someone. I mean, he had a lot of time and money on his head, <laughs> but like I think he's he was pretty influential. Like, but also because probably when he started doing all this, it was like the right time, you know, like the sixties and like everybody was like kind of rebelling. Yeah. And that's what he ultimately was doing was rebelling. He was rebelling. Everything. Like everything that we were told. Yes. Uh, What what was well once we told how we had to act, how we had to do things, that this is the way things are done. And he was rebelling against that. Like, he pushed all the boundaries. He, oh, the boundaries. <laughs> like religion, and like... Sex, to, like, relationships. drugs, yeah, relationships. relationships. How you were supposed to act because you were so and so and such and such and you were supposed to do such and, and such. And he was an eccentric. Like. Yeah, he was different. Uh, and I was just reading this that he had to flee India for allegedly murdering a mugger. A mugger? Yeah. What about self-defense, man? He, 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 he shot a man in India someone? who was trying to rob him. And the attack made the local British papers and quickly fled the country and never returned to India again. <laughs> Wasn't his uh, Abbey of Lima also closed because somebody consumed like, the blood of a cat or something? And oh, it was poisoned. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, we can't have this. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't think he was going to do it. I, I was pretty sure he wasn't gonna do it. What do you What do you think? What are your thoughts? But I, I already win. No, no, no. More thoughts. More thoughts. <laughs> More thoughts. I, I wouldn't disagree with him on some things. Would you hang out with him? Well, yeah. yeah hell you, yeah. Who would hang out with him? Raise nah. Raise your hands. Nah, no. So just just this guy. I wouldn't consume anything he was serving. That's sure. for sure. That's for sure. Or, or, or he was on drug people, so. Yeah. And like observable. I thought it was like the most conservative person here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would hang out with him. You know, once a month. Once a month, you know, say, hey, what's what's happening? What's happening now? I mean, I'd like to see what he would, who's actually doing. Because I, I think a lot of this is just people not telling him no. Since he was rich, mm-hmm. so they just allowed him to do whatever he wanted. Well, I mean, yeah. supposedly he was like really pleasant to be around. Like he was charismatic, right? So yes, that's, and that's those what are the people that get followers, also you know, right? drove women to him. Um, 
he and and, and dudes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why he had a rotating amount of women that he ended up. A lot of them he got pregnant, and a lot of those girls had abortions. <laughs> and, you know. And then a, a lot of those women later on said, you know, they, they were pregnant. This is his kid. Um, five, at least five kids for sure um, that we know of were his. I mean, uh, some of the other women that we mentioned had miscarriages. Some of them had more than just one, and later on miscarried. Um, but yeah, uh, he seems to be an interesting character. I don't think he was a Satanist. Um, I think he has a. I don't think so. I think he was all over the place. I think he practiced certain things to get to a certain place. I feel like and he pulled from a lot of He things. did pull from a lot of but things. Satanist wouldn't necessarily be, you know, going to Egypt and pulling from that. And like, I think he still kind of used. Or or even trying to contact his guardian angel. I mean, that's what an occultist does. Something that's trying to build the cult. Yeah, you dabble in a lot of things. And, you know, it opened up his mind. And some people didn't agree with his way of life. Um, You know, I think now, I think in today's world, I think he would have been socially accepted. There's people that would have disagreements with reservations about it. Um, No, I mean, you know, whatever. Um... But, you know, there's people that don't really open themselves up to new ideas. You don't have to agree, but just at least acknowledge that there's a possibility. You know, I acknowledge there's a possibility there may be a God. You know, it's possible. Also, there's also possible we live in a Cheerio. We don't know. You can't prove me wrong or right. There's a box of Cheerios behind me. I think you're just hungry. (laughs) I may or may not be hungry. These are all facts. Cheapest toast. toast. Alright, so um, hopefully you liked this episode. And if you did, share with your friends. Again, give us a good rating on iTunes. And we'll see you on the next episode. Laters. Later.